What's up, everybody? I'm here at Nats National, and man, what an incredible three days that we have had. Vocal Fry has some real treats for you in the coming weeks. We're going to release one episode a week, uh, and this first week, it was an awesome episode with my dear friend Shannon Coates, who I've known for about five years since we met at a conference at ICVT in Brisbane. And man, did we have fun. This is, this, is, this is a great conversation. Shannon is a solo studio teacher, runs an independent studio, runs an independent business teaching people voice pedagogy. And man, is her stuff relevant to Vocal Fry. So this is an awesome podcast. Uh, and, and, and it's just, man, it was a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy it. You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Facebook Live! Look at Facebook Live! We are about to record a podcast. We're at the booth. At this incredible speakeasy (laughs) thing that they've got going on right now. It's like 57 people in one booth. (laughs) Except it's like it's like 18 booths in one booth. In one booth. But it's like actually 18 booths. It's an insane amount of awesomeness though. It is a lot of awesomeness. There's a lot of paraphernalia. So if you've not been by and you're at Nats, you need to come by this entire thing. So much awesomeness. See the vocal instrument 101 and the vocal instrument 101 let me just get up get, get the get the sign yeah, there you go yeah that, that's like that was, selfie camera work <laughs> see if you sign up for the vocal instrument 101 you too may get selfie camera work the amazing yeah that's totally part of the course yeah because that's important <laughs> yeah because i mean what good voice teacher doesn't know how to run a selfie camera on a cell phone uh clearly i mean clearly. so stop on by we are, and we're it's enjoying incredible. Nats in Vegas because <laughs> Nats Vegas hashtag hashtag. And also Seco does Vegas. Seco does Vegas. That's the speakers cooperative. We do Vegas. Okay, now we're gonna do. Oh, hi, Greg. Now we're gonna welcome. Bye bye. We're gonna go do the podcast. Okay. Very good. <laughs> that was good work. I think. I think that was excellent work. All right. Apparently, I'm supposed to save it. Yeah, you have to. And then share it. Yeah. So that I have it later for other things. I don't know. That's right. My like Karen, you know, guru over there is like, um, you better do. The <laughs> okay. Well, so we're recording. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, this is how we start every okay. time. Yeah. This is how we start every time. So you and I met in Brisbane, Brisbane, Australia. Australia. What a what a weird place that was. That was interesting. Sort of awesome and weird all at the same uh-huh. time. That was good. 2013. 13, yes, 14, 20. 13, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Whenever it was. I think maybe, yeah. It was a while back. Because last summer was 2017, so 2013. There you go. That's right. Did you go in 17? Did you go to Stockholm? Yes. You did? Yes, but you did not. I did not because there was no way I could have afforded it. Tell me about it, because I did Stockholm and then I went to Los Angeles. Oh, and gosh. now I'm here in Vegas. These conferences. The amount of money. I just, <laughs> I just can't. I, I can't. I was talking to somebody earlier today about Voice Foundation, which yeah. costs a fortune which, every uh-huh, time you do it. Uh huh. Which I would love. I but no, I couldn't it's, have done it's that. It's just as well. anyway. But aren't you like a big old academic guy though? Don't, I don't, doesn't your university pay for everything? Come on now, Nick. Give me, the, give me the goods. Give me the goods. I think your university pays for everything, right? And well, gives you well, like perhaps extra you're per diem. Uninformed about how university life in 2018 works, contrary to your belief what? about what it was like to work at Oxford in 1950 <laughs> or 80, 1980s. The 80s, I think, was big for that too. Because that is not that, what it's what? like. Are you sure? To work in private education in 2018. In the, United States of America. Uh, in fact. Yeah. So, okay. no. I, do get, I did get some help to go to Los Angeles. Oh, fantastic. But fantastic. Uh, but two trips in one summer. I know. I know. Yeah. So, tell, tell me about the Vocal Instrument 101 and what you're doing with that and why it is and what it is and, and how we can get to it. How can you do it? Yeah. 
so the Vocal Instrument 101. This is um, a course that I developed because I was teaching voice ped at universities, undergraduate voice ped. Okay. And um, I started to have a lot of independent teachers come to me for voice ped. So paying me my hourly rate for voice ped um, because they just wanted to learn more. And um, because I only teach that course academically um, and I don't teach um, uh, one-on-one voice lessons academically, my primary, um, I am primarily an independent studio teacher. That's and what I'm I always, do primarily. Actually, that's one of the other reasons I wanted uh-huh. to have you on the podcast yeah. is because we have a, a, a decent amount of audience who that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. And I've always been impressed. I mean, you live in a city, obviously you have access to students, but right. anybody of my friends, because I don't run a private studio, right. it's not what I do. Yeah, it's totally. not what I ad- ad- yeah. wish to do, yeah. whatever, but I admire you guys so yeah. much. It's a different beast from the academic teacher. Like, it is a completely different right. beast, right? So, because I do that, um, a lot of, I think a lot of independent teachers are a little bit um, intimidated by going to, uh, from going yeah. to an academic teacher and saying, hey, you teach voice ped, that's awesome, can you give me some pointers? I'll pay you for your time. Whereas for me, right. not, it's not as intimidating, right? They're right. saying, okay, she does what I do. So, but she's also got this doctorate and she teaches it. So I think From she knows what she's doing. From the very impressive University of Toronto. University of Toronto, exactly. Yeah, um, I may giant, be biased, but it's pretty much student the population. most incredible university on the planet. But I'm slightly biased. <laughs> All three of my degrees are from there. Slightly biased. Okay, well, I mean, you know. You know. That's, what can I say? What can I say? Um, so anyway, that that started to be a thing where I was getting more and more teachers coming to me for that. Yeah. And Small children to and <laughs> I don't believe in it at Kara all. Kara in the background. Hi, Kara. <laughs> Can you talk to me about this? <laughs> um, she's joking. Hey, Nick Perna. <laughs> Pleasure. It's sometimes even worse than this. Does that I'll make tell sense? you that I, to my knowledge, I am the only academic voice ped teacher who is who does not teach one-on-one voice lessons at the university. And to my knowledge, that's in North probably, America, that, that, I am the that's probably only right. academic voice I mean, thinking teacher of, thinking of, who, yes, who that's, that's, primarily that's who is an independent correct. teacher. I am an independent teacher. I do not teach academically. I only teach undergraduate voice ed. So my perspective is completely different because See, I that's know one of the things what I love about, go about your perspective, though, because I think it is unique. Yeah, I think so. I think it is think unique. So. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's valuable about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know exactly what those students are going to go out and teach. I, I know exactly what they're going to go teach. Well, I, I have and no. Even in a different regard, sort of off the topics we've been talking about, but you understand the value of marketing and the business side of things. Perhaps starting to get there. Perhaps, starting to get perhaps there. more than um, other folks that of we've course. been in discussions with. Yeah, uh, at times yeah, in, of groups of, in, in groups of <laughs> in other groups forums that we have been pedagogy in together things things I love the Canadian <laughs> I love that well, that we've been in you said that we've been in yes you did you're welcome I grew up in North you're welcome I know yeah, so I it's so close up Colorado there how have you been well have you been yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it yeah so that is the thing. I have seen your name um, crossing here and there in forums. I, prob- I will send you a friend request. I'd love to know you and better. And you always say very lovely things that make good sense. Sure, true. Well, right? well thank here. you. I know. You're I, I, I try to. I, I've, I've honestly been trying to stay away from forums more recently. What? Uh, what? But they're so good for your health. No, they're not. Like, I feel like you're really missing out. Well, I, and I'm not trying to be like Ian and build his entire sort of right. market share oh, no. from being. Gosh. On forums, uh, you he just, won't mind you just me saying that. Ian right there. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Ian's been on the podcast, so yeah, 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 it's all good. And he it's listens to every episode. Oh, so. hi, Ian. <laughs> there we go. I know. Uh, so anyway. yeah. Anyway, so that is that. Well, in fact, that's kind of where we started this conversation was at the fact that. I think the fact, the reason that I am attracting so many independent teachers to me uh, to, to do voice ped is because I'm not an academic teacher. 
you know, I am an independent teacher. So there's that level of non, um, you know, like it's, it's, they know that I'm doing what they're doing. Yeah, I'm doing what you're doing. And see, that is why it's so valuable to me. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, because one of my goals Mm -hmm with our podcast is when I do have guests on and even with sort of what the goofy ridiculousness that we do on a week to week basis <laughs> it's fun um, one of the reasons I wanted to is because sort of it's not in the same vein like I'm trying to reveal something gritty about the under seedy underbelly of voice <laughs> pedagogy teaching. but I what? did want to sort of bring voice pedagogy out of that ivory tower yeah. out of that whatever and in, into just a real world of that's one of the reasons we talk yeah, about nerd pop culture so much is because we're normal people. Yeah. We're just people. Yeah. Well, at least some of us are just people yeah. who are just trying to make a difference in some kids' lives totally. and, or, or adults' lives. Or, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, people's lives, yeah. and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and so, you know, yeah. perspective matters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that was, so that was part of the thing as I'm starting to see more and more as, a, and also as I'm starting to get more and more avocational and, um, lots of singers coming to me after having done an undergraduate or a master's degree who don't love singing after they've done that, uh-huh. uh, sadly. Uh-huh. And so yeah. then they come to me because yeah. they want to love singing again. And they yes. hear from their friends that I, I'm going to help them love singing again. Yes. And I'm going to help them to understand how their voice works so they can figure it out for themselves. So this information is, this is a distillation of all of the information I wish I could just download. That's right. That's, you know, like I only have a certain amount of hours in my in my life. Yeah. And I can. I mean, all of us. We're all doing a ton of things. Right. Like we're all doing a ton of things. All of us. And and I can't meet with every single person. I wish I could, but I can't. Right. So this is like the distillation of that information down into. It's about three hours. It may be a little bit more. We haven't done the editing yet. I haven't finished the editing yet. But so it's little tiny chunks. You can watch it at your leisure. It's me basically going through the 101. Of how does how what's science what's how how is sound made what's the power source the anatomy and physiology how does breathing work for singing what's the resonator the anatomy how does resonance work for singing what's the vibrator how does phonation work for singing and putting it all together it is literally the 101 at the end do you all sing putting it together yeah. like in uh-huh. mass in like, harmony in, in <laughs> harmony everybody in harmony uh, now fantastic <laughs> yeah so it's Fantastic. and it's doable at your own pace, and it's a lot cheaper than like coming to see me one on one. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> or going back to school to get a voice oh, pedigree. Oh, hello. It's a whole hell of a lot cheaper than getting I a voice I mean, pedigree. let's just be honest. Let's fair. just let's be very let's be very clear about yeah, that let's last be clear point. Clear about that, um, and you could do it on your own time. And you also do this sometimes in group settings I too, do don't well. you? I do as well. What's so that been like? That's been a lot of fun, and that has been. Again, that was part of the reason why I decided to put it onto. Was sort of the, some of the group sessions yeah, that you were the doing. Group sessions. So as I was doing those group sessions, I've done about a dozen of them now. Have um, you really? Mm-hmm, all the way through southern Ontario. <laughs> uh, That's great, and, though. Is, oh, it's That's fantastic! So awesome. It's so fun, and it's a lot of. It's, so that was part of the reason too, because that is a three-hour. Download and intensive. So you can imagine you're you're like sixty year old Susie who's sung in the church choir your whole life, or you're like twenty five year old Joe who's taking voice lessons because you love it and you want to learn more about your voice, and you get VoicePed 101 downloaded three hours. It's mind blowing. Like it's so much information. Now I'm a really good teacher and I can get the information to you really well. I can I'm good at that. Really good. But still, it's a heck of a lot of information yeah. at one time. So what this does is it means that you've got that information at your fingertips anytime. You can go back, go forward, like think about concepts, stop when you need to. Uh, yeah, well, yeah you know? because well let's face it I mean as, as you know throughout your time with the singing voice in just general mm-hmm. there's plenty of stuff that on some of these topics that what, even so as a singer what, if you're a singer <laughs> I mean my brain is exploding I, I mean you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, going and doing talks about acoustics yes for general audiences has been a big learning curve for me I understand. Yes. I've been doing it for so long with singers. Mm-hmm. I sort of understand, like, 
Okay, so let's talk about reality versus what you think. Um, and, yeah. Or let's li- let's just listen to sounds and talk this kind of thing. Because I've honestly started presenting that more from a psychoacoustic standpoint yes. than I have from an acoustic standpoint. I agree. But thank you, Ian. Yes, that's um, a good plan. <laughs> um, but when you're interacting with a general audience, yeah. it's a totally different thing yeah. Yeah. than interacting with a group of singers. Yes. Or even when you're interacting with, so for the for the Vocal Instrument 101 groups, we would have anybody... Uh, experience have, range. A, experience range. Anybody from someone who's just been singing in a church choir their whole life to an edu- uh, teachers, lots of teachers sure. who yeah, teach yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. schools. Which is a big part of our podcast who, audience. Who I love, but who have not You should definitely go to your website. Exactly. Which is what? Uh, Shannon-Coats.com. Okay. And then just click C-O-A-T-E-S. on the That's right. Shannon-Coats.com. So, and then... Can uh, they just Google the Vocal Instrument 101? They sure can. Yeah. Which is on Facebook, too. And it's on Facebook, too. But definitely for our high school or or just K-12 educators, definitely a great resource they should check out. they're not getting that information, right? Well, here's another thing that I think is important, though, of, of why you're doing this. One of the things is is that you keep yourself abreast of new developments uh-huh. in this kind of thing. Uh-huh. And and they may have taken voice pet, but they may have taken it 20 years ago. Here, please, you have some clientele. Please, jump in. No, jump, jump in. Here's a straw. I'm giving out straws. Her straws change color. And they change color. <laughs> You're welcome. Would you like to, just in case? Please, feel free. <laughs> And come back anytime if you need more, truly. So this is the this is the course actually that um, where's my pen? Where's my pen? Where's my pen? Got it. This is the There's course. And here's here. here's the super secret Nats only code that I'm writing down to get the course for this much. What was that? What is this? This is, so this is a distillation of basically a voice pad course that you would do at an undergraduate university, developed specifically for independent teachers, but also for singers who want to know more about how their instrument works, especially as, as if, as we were just saying, the guys who didn't get a chance to do a voice pad course or perhaps did that voice pad course like a long time ago and like you don't even remember the name of the textbook anymore you know like that long ago that you're like huh wish I even remembered some of the concepts we were talking about back then so then right don't even remember that's sort of what we were just right? talking about that's exactly yeah. what we were just Indeed. talking about and they've probably changed there was no pedagogy teacher so I just took old exams and Oh okay, my goodness, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, yes. So even if you got some of that information, because great teachers are actually pulling this information as much as they can anyway, right? Like that you're you're learning, you're coming to NAS conventions, you're learning. But what this course does is it takes all of that information and just puts it all into one spot so that you've got the information in a nice cohesive, you know, outline, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's specifically for independent teachers. <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. And that's the whole thing, yeah. And if there's more information on the website as well, so okay. yeah, everyone have to take okay, a look. Great. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> That was perfect because there you got to hear Shannon spiel. give her spiel, spiel to a potential client. Uh, that was awesome. That was the spiel. She also magically, all of a sudden, at one point, pulled a giant bag of straws out from under a table. It was very much like we're in Vegas, but it was very much like David Blaine meets straws. And the straws, I'm not sure if you overheard that or not, but the straws are reusable. And change color. And they change color. I mean, when you think about and it, And they are straws. not one twenty nine ninety nine. That's right. They are free. <laughs> Some people who listen to the uh-huh. podcast will get we'll that, that joke. Means. Anyway, very good. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, all straws are reusable, but really. But I would like but to say one. that I don't recommend using a reusable straw in the shower. <laughs> Amongst all of your students in your studio. No, it's okay. Right. Use this straw. Right. It's reusable. Because Don't do that. Ye- That's hygiene. disgusting. <laughs> yes, it's what that because is. hygiene. Because hygiene. So that because that is health and wellness. That is not recommended from either of us. No. 
Um, <laughs> and we're both doctors, so, you know. <laughs> so we must so be we right. So we totally are right on that. So, so we must be right. That's awesome. So you live in Toronto. I, I actually live north of Toronto. I live you live north. You guys live north. north. It's mm-hmm. like the most expensive city to live in, like uh, 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 practically in the world. It's getting up there. It's definitely getting up. It's there. ridiculous. Yeah, it's a little bit insane. Every time they do anything yeah. on HGTV in Toronto, yeah. I laugh because <laughs> of the home value. Because they're, like, they're like, and do you yeah. not love how they're like, yeah, we have. Well, I think we'll pay. We're looking for a home in the price range of about four point five. <laughs> And you're like dollars? Who is? Who are these people? Vancouver's worse though. But then, is it really? Oh my god! See, I don't know enough about Canada. Oh, Vancouver's but, but then they, they on, on, on those dumb shows, it's like, yes, our budget's four point five million. Um, I farm salamanders, and and my wife, she does yoga exactly. for herself part time. For herself part time. So we clearly have a lot of disposable income. And our budget is four point five. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. Our house has, and we're 45 minutes outside of Toronto, so our house has, and we've had it for uh, 13 years, it has tripled in value. I'm sure. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Actually, just over tripled in value since we... You have a beautiful family. I do have a beautiful... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm slightly biased on that. Of course. As you you rightfully (laughs) should be. Awesome, yes. We're very yeah. pro-family on the yes, podcast. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so, yep. so the most important thing, and of course you've been a singer. I mean, you know, you've I have been, been a singer. M- wonderful mezzo, uh-huh. you know, done, done the singing thing. I ha- well, you know, do you want to know my story on that? Sure, How much love time to. you got on the oh, we, podcast we have, there? We have <laughs> as much time as you're willing to give us. So interesting story um, I did an undergrad in voice in uh, voice performance as a mezzo yes, yes, yes at the University of Toronto there and then I actually didn't sing for 10 years so I worked in film in and, film uh-huh I was a personal assistant for Deepa Mehta who is a uh, Canadian uh, Southeast Asian uh, now this I didn't know I know that's what I'm, I'm just saying this I'm is fantastic throw that right out there just so you this know this is fantastic uh-huh. see this is why so my thing with The reason I love podcasts is because podcasting is the most intimate form of media that exists. Oh, yeah? Because most people listen to podcasts inside their head. That's true. That's so true. So we're in your heads right now. And so... (laughs) That's a scary thought. I know. Um, know. But... But see, this is great. This is why we That's just... Really this, okay, so tell me. Uh-huh. So 10 years you did so, that. So 10 years, I, no, about six years I did that. And then a whole bunch of things fell through uh, in terms of film. Uh, it's a notoriously unstable career path. Thank you very much. Sure. Um, anyway, a whole bunch of things fell through there. You could have so been a butterfly actually, farmer and had a $4.5 uh, right? million dollar budget. And sadly, I didn't quite get on that one, right? The salamander <laughs> farming. I didn't quite get in there. Uh, anyway, so then I uh, went to a temp agency for a while and then ended up in finance. So I did my the Canadian Securities course, which is like a financial thing. Yeah. Wow. So I was in the marketing department of this um, uh, investment group in the marketing. Well, first of all, I started out in admin and then I was like so bored. So then, uh, you know, I was in the marketing department there and like I'm in the marketing department with like four other guys who all have their math and business degrees as well as their like chartered accounting um, you know degrees and all that stuff and I'm like hey I can count to four like over and over again (laughs) I got that music degree under my belt you know I'm really awesome at that so yeah and I did sometimes enjoy six. it, right? Sometimes six. Sometimes Dude, six. I can do 12. Hey, if I break uh, okay. it down into three, four, okay. three, yeah. four, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That, I yeah. can do that. Yeah. Like, one, two, three, yeah. one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, right. One, two, three, yeah. four, one, okay. two, three, four, one, two, three, four, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so, when I, when, I had, when I had my daughter, um, by that time, I was starting to get really bored. So, this is, this is part of my problem, is that those kind of nine to five jobs make me want to kill myself. I just can't handle it. So I started really bored, and I'm looking around the company, and I'm like, so I could see myself running this company or being the VP of marketing, and neither of those things is going to happen for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go through a lot of pain before I get there. Now, if I had stayed there, I'm making a ton of money right now. Dang nabbit, there's that. 
Anyway, so I, when I had my daughter, uh, I had mat leave because I live in Canada, so we have good mat leave. I had a year mat leave. So I decided to uh, take on some students because I people had always asked me yeah. for yeah, 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 yeah. So I decided to take on some students, see if I liked it. This is a something. great lesson for those of you who are doing undergraduate degrees in Listen anything in boys. Right now, this is a great lesson uh-huh. for you, folks. Yes. So I um, started to teach when my daughter was born, and while well, I was on mat leave, and I. Uh, loved it. I friggin' loved it. And I had no idea that I was going to love it because I was going to be a performer. So I did undergraduate voice ped and I, did, I mean, I I didn't listen that much. I did, oh, but yeah. I was also young, right? I was young. I was young. Yeah. I'll give myself yeah. a little well, bit we of credit there. We're all young, right? I mean, yeah. We don't, we're, you're stupid when you're young. So we just like... Mm-hmm. This is so a lot of good I wisdom never, coming right? at you people. Um, so I was never going to, you know, I was never going to teach because I'm a performer. As I was going to sing, I'm not going to teach, I don't need that stuff. So when I started to teach, I just loved it. And of course, so I quit my job and then um, uh, started taking on students. And then of course I was like a couple of years into teaching, realizing, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm a great teacher, but I don't actually know what I'm teaching. <laughs> so you like, you had good instincts already. <laughs> great instincts. Uh, yeah. I'm a mm-hmm. good teacher, yeah. uh, but I need I, to know what I'm actually teaching. I remember that <laughs> stage know? of my teaching yeah. career. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, wow, I am learning a lot. <laughs> I really <laughs> should figure out what I'm teaching yes, yes, <laughs> should do that yes. so and I was teaching at a studio at like a music school at the mm-hmm, time right so mm-hmm. I was getting whatever walked through the door so I was learning a right. lot because you learn a lot those oh I, I think listen I think some of those first years when yes. you're first out teaching and where you are teaching sort of just whoever whatever comes, comes your way door. I was just talking to someone actually I, I mentioned this on the podcast a number of months ago that and and somebody here at the conference actually had been listening to that episode and came up to me this uh-huh. morning and were like you should write that book you were talking about about the first voice lesson wow i've had right? this idea about a book of the very first voice lesson you yeah. ever teach of because here's All what everybody does here's what everybody does they go in and an, it, it doesn't matter what what course yeah. you've had yeah. it does not matter what that first lesson still shows up and what do you do well, my teacher did lip trills with me, so here we go. Let me just see what you can do. And all of a sudden, you're doing lip trills. You've uh-huh. not even heard them make a noise. You don't You've know not what even. You have no idea what they want. You. Anyway, so that's it. Uh, yeah, that anyway, first lesson. I am working on that. I got some ideas for you too. Maybe I'll we should write it together. Good, let's write it together. Write, write a book on Nick? the door. Clo- I, I, I wanted to call it the door closes, <laughs> and then my grad students go, "Nah, you need to rethink." <laughs> The title? title. <laughs> you need to rethink the title. I, mean, I see where you're going with it, but yeah, no. no let's let's let's. That's agree. a whole other book. Let's, <laughs> let's not rethink, a one. Let's that rethink we want the title. Right no, now. no, no. no. The, uh, anyway. Uh, anywho. Anyway. So uh, yeah. So, so then you went back I, to school, so I, I guess, yes. at some point. So I heard about the masters at U of T. And, but and it's a, Lorna it's a, was already there. Was, oh yeah, Lorna, Lorna McDonald Lorna was Shannon's mentor. Yes, and she actually, yeah, she had been there for a while, and she was the head of voice, and she was she developed the masters in voice ped. So um, I, the problem is that it is a performance degree specializing in voice ped. Yeah. So I had to audition yeah. and pass a performance audition Similar after to my not having sung doctorate. in ten years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I started taking lessons to see whether I could even still do this, and. I took some lessons with Lauren. I took some lessons with a wonderful teacher there named Jean McPhail. And they both said, yes, you can still do this. You still have the voice. You can work and we'll be able to do this. And I I did. It was wonderful because I was able to actually start to sing again, which I hadn't done in a long time. And that was heart affirming for me to to start to perform and yeah well i mean you you and i wouldn't know you wouldn't know this part of my journey unless you've maybe listened to some of the podcasts but i mean Uh you know i spent about 10 years of my life singing but just singing really poorly yeah and uh um i um had to go through what what was essentially, I mean, almost a decade-long recovery. Wow. Um, for a host of issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of which were psychological, some of which were physical. Yeah. Uh, and, and some of which were just purely 
good old technical. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which uh, all inform each other. Right. Just, right. Like it's right. It's but very difficult to take those. Out and and I was in a weird place where I was already well along and I was teaching very well uh-huh, and very uh-huh. successfully. In fact, some of the students that I've taught well when I was singing terribly currently on Broadway so I yeah, mean I, w- yeah, I yeah. was doing something right yeah the teaching was cool um, but uh, it is it is it, is, it does make you f- when the voice you know comes back oh. or comes together again it does make you feel more whole it's wonderful yeah you know yeah, and you hearts. feel much more well rounded mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and and I think you know as a voice teacher it's one of the important things whether you're just teaching a private studio, uh-huh. whether you're teaching university, whether you're teaching, is to keep yourself sort of well balanced yeah, within your yeah, different yeah. kinds of activities, mm-hmm. um, which is not easy to do. It's true story. Um, yeah. True story. But, but it is a, is a goal, perhaps. To have perhaps. That, well, I think why do we? What drew us to music in the first place? Why oh. are we, you know, why Gosh. are we even still doing this if uh, well, there and is it, not that singing aspect for golly. ourselves? And Where in, in an academic environment, I think people forget that so very rapidly. Yeah. By every October fifteenth. Uh, yes, that was a good summer, and I made it back, and now oh god. <laughs> and didn't we have such a good start this year? Yes. And, and now, now it's October fifteenth. And here we are. Uh, it's the end of time. Yeah. 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 I, I mean that. So that's that's where that whole I started to sing again. Now, did you stay on, sort of on right from the masters? Then? I did. Yeah. So I went back into the masters when my kids were three and five. God. And I, know, I admire you. Oh, I know. It's something. I just had a. Just I just had through. someone do finish a masters with me, and she just turned fifty. Wow. And I mean, I admire Congrats. the heck out of her. I mean, amazing, right? With a child and. Yep. I know you. Well, single. You, mom too she's awesome wow yeah she's awesome you figure out how to do that so that's the and then so yeah I I went right directly from the masters to the doctorate and Lorna actually started the doctorate program for me oh oh, (laughs) I didn't know that and I was the first graduate of U of T with a doctorate all of this thing that she's Uh developed over this time actually not all for me but the doctorate started started sort of with you yeah yeah she saw me coming up through the masters and I was like Lorna (laughs) any possible she was already planning to develop it it wasn't like she was like oh Shannon let's do it but because I was there and because it was it was the next logical step and because it was the right timing that's how it kind of worked into it tell me about just just for the audience's sake Uh briefly break down what you guys were telling us about in LA Uh uh, about sort of the mentoring model that you've set up from undergrad on yeah it's really wonderful actually and again this is Lorna's uh, really her her impetus Um, so the undergraduate program is your kind of typical university undergraduate um, uh, course. It is uh, a semester long, one hour a week semester long. We have a teaching aspect to that, so we have a practical aspect to that um, undergraduate course, uh, which happens in the second semester after they've done all the anatomy and physiology. Uh, and so that that aspect of the course is overseen by myself, by the course instructor. Um, However, I have, I generally have a minimum of two, sometimes four or five graduate students who are the TAs for that. So they are, um, uh, they're observing the students teaching, they are giving feedback on the students' teaching, all under my supervision, of sure, course. Sure, 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 um, sure, 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 sure. And they are in, and and we've developed grading rubrics for them to work with, and all that kind of thing, so that they, so that it's consistent across the board. Um, and so those, the teaching mentors are are drawn from our pool of graduates. So we right. have a two-year master's graduate program. Uh, again, it's a it's a performance degree specializing in yep. voice pedagogy, um, and and from our doctoral level right. program. So, and again, that is your regular doctoral program, but it is a performance degree specializing in voice pedagogy. So, um, obviously, those first-year master's students aren't doing so much, but the second-year master's students and then anybody in the doctoral program who has the TA hours and who hasn't done it before are coming in to, um, to mentor those undergraduate um, students, most of whom are teaching for the first time in their lives, right? At the so most critical got, time of your most, teaching. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, just... So they've got that kind of, 
you know, overseeing. And what this does for our graduate students is it means that they are, I mean, they're teaching themselves and they are, of course, exploring their own teaching and being, um, uh, you know, graded and observed in their own teaching. But it gives them something where they look into this other, like, very first lesson yeah. level the teaching. The first lesson. Exactly. The first lesson. The first lesson. And these young teachers, and they, they, most of them go in thinking, I'm going to have nothing to say. I'm not going to know what to do. I'm going to be in here. I'm going to be like, you know, or what they am I try say? to say everything. Well, that sometimes is our doctoral students. <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden, they're like, they, I'm going to give them all the they, things. I, I, yeah, I always love the grad. You're right, the graduate student who comes in and they go, guys, okay, yeah. great. So let's just start on an awe scale. Oh, and they go to have the student do it, and the student goes, oh, and they go, no, 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 no. And then what follows is a 20-minute description of everything they did wrong in that one second of noise that they made. So that's one of the parameters <laughs> on my grading rubric, actually, is what is the speaking to singing ratio in the lesson. That oh, is one gosh. of the parameters, Isn't right? that something that we always have to work on, oh, that my I gosh. find myself always, always having always. to work yeah. on? Yeah, I think it is an occupational hazard of being a teacher. I oh. know some things. Let me help you. I can give you all the things. Like, please let me help you. Well, but <laughs> I, I also things. remember a period of my life where I didn't recognize that sometimes a little bit of talking is okay just to allow the yes. student to process some information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give them the, that just It's about a finding time. a balance like I everything agree. else in life, yeah. you know. I mean, it, And it depends on the student. I mean, oh, yes, know, yes, so, yes, it's yes, so individual. Yes. You know, one of the yeah. things I always I always find funny too are the students who early in my teaching career, I would always want to see improvement made right away. Right. And I was actually a, it was one of my first graduate students and she was like I would get frustrated her very first semester. Yeah. And about January of that year, I realized that everything we had worked on in the fall or early in the fall, yeah. she had now mastered. Yeah, exactly. And I had to change my paradigm and realize, yeah. oh, you actually have to take the idea that I give you yes. and go practice. And then and you get better out. at it. Yeah. Because you're bet, an adult and not yes, an 18-year-old. Exactly. And I bet she's a better learner, too. I bet yeah. that kind of deep learning is is better long-term. That's the, that's the kind of student I am, uh -huh, personally. Uh -huh, uh -huh, so uh -huh. I recognize that. I, I, I can put things in quickly in a lesson, certainly. But some of those long-term where... I know, I, I'll say to my teacher, I know what you're saying to me, I understand, I've been in lessons where I'll literally say that, I know what you're saying to me, I understand what you want, I've got to take this home and work yep. on it. I can't fix it right now, yep. but I absolutely well, understand what you And need. I mean, now I only have about a voice lesson every year. Right. I mean, and yeah. so, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, it's I'm certainly definitely taking that home with where me. <laughs> I'm at. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, totally now, home more so. importantly, to, to sort of get to the nitty gritty yeah, here, the end, end of our talk. I need to know what your nerd interests are. Oh! Like, so anything that interests you uh, that's not about singing. I know we spend way too much time obsessed with singing. Right. So, well, I love Star Wars, so that's okay. part of your thing, right? Like, Hello. I love Star Wars. And so, I, I have a question. I actually liked the Solo movie. I know, I'm sorry. So, I didn't love it. I, I like Okay, wait. Let me be very clear okay, for the okay. podcast tell audience. Me, me. Since we did not do a solo episode, <laughs> since we're on hiatus right now, I enjoyed Solo. Same. I thought it was a good movie. Uh -huh. I did not think it was a bad film. Yes. I think they were a little bit over the top with trying to give us every little piece of gratifying backstory that we didn't really need. Some truth in that. Not that Amen. I wouldn't have minded seeing the Kessel Run. That was right. nice. Right. But that could have probably been a bigger deal to me. Right. Like, I didn't really... His name, that was cute, but... Okay. Didn't need that. But see, I'm very... here. I feel like there's this divide in the force right now <laughs> where people are either really into Solo yeah. and they're the people who hated Last Jedi oh, and those of us who thought Last Jedi was the most important I movie of 2017 yeah, I loved it. and actually moved the franchise forward right. into new territory I mean, I like where we've not... I feel a couple issues with it, but I'm oh, okay I, I with can, it. I can I'm totally okay see yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that the Holdo Maneuver was problematic <laughs> and destroyed the entire universe of Navy space battle. I get that. Fine, great. 
unless it's a war crime, and then okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I'm with you now. Yeah. But uh, but what I've said on the podcast for months was not that Solo was going to be a bad movie, but that it was going to be a failed property. Uh huh. Yeah. Meaning it was going to not yeah, make money. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I it's think lost right like a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And so that was my only. That yes. was mine. Yeah, and yeah. Glad that you're a star, so, fellow um, Star yeah. Wars nerd. Have to be. Because Couldn't I mean, be. we were bawling when Luke became one with the Force, <laughs> and it was just too much for us I, to handle. I cried all the way through that movie. Like, and I literally cried. And when my former, now oh. former podcast co-host gave me the wood cutout for his graduate for him graduating of Yoda, and the quote that he gave Luke in la- I was. It was just a bit. I remember that on the podcast. It was. Wait, was it? Or did you? Put I it on posted Facebook? on Facebook. It was on Facebook. I remember. Yeah. He I, gave I it to me somewhere. immediately after his recital, after singing a young man's exhortation. Oh, did so you? So he had. Li- Michael had literally baby. just finished singing a young man's exhortation. <laughs> so I'm already an existential <laughs> mess. And then he hands me this piece of wood that is. It's fairly large. It's like this oh big, and it's an inch thick. Um, and I was like, what is this? And then I was like... It's not! And then <gasps> so I was a mess. So that was, yeah, that was ugly crying right there. Uh, it, well, it, now it sits on my piano in my studio yeah. where it shall remain. Forever. Forever. For all time. So, um, oh, yeah, I get that. I but get that. anything else you're interested um, in? Well, I don't know. Like Any know, books you've read that you love? Or... or um, other than voice pad books? I know, right? What? Like, I never, I never read outside of what I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, well, I read, I do read some, but not until the summertime. Like, yeah, you know, Any like Any favorite TV shows? Oh, I am a, I am a stinking cop show junkie. Are you so really? I, yeah, all of the cop, ask me about a cop show and I will be watching So, it like, cop show, like meaning, you mean, like, dramas or you mean, like, true dramas. TV stuff? No, 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 dramas. Dramas, Oh, yeah, dramas, no, no, dramas. not true TV. Like, Broadchurch? Like, yeah, anything, anything. Blue Bloods, <laughs> like... I will watch any of those kinds of So my current favorite though yeah. is nine one one with Angela Bassett. It's oh, I don't know phenomenal. that. I don't know it's that. It's so funny. It's so hilarious. It's actually, it's actually a first responders show. Like oh, it's about first responders. But okay, I don't know this show. Funny, what, it's funny. What format is it on? Is it is it is it on? Um, it's on. Was TV. it a network show? <laughs> was it like? But I think it's not I like a streaming. It's, it's not like a Netflix or no no no, no. It's not like no, Netflix it's on or Hulu or something. Yeah, it's on like real TV. Okay, I don't know this show. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's I. It's my current favorite. Oh, I need I to look it. that up. Yeah, we just started watching Safe. Oh, what's that on one? Netflix? Okay, we don't have Netflix. Oh, uh, okay. that's an illegally downloaded. Uh, okay, so. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. not for current um, popcorn. <laughs> yeah, no, we just started watching it. It's it's a it's a my wife oh, and I are sort of in Michael C. Hall, and it's a it's sort of this. A yet another British drama that we're obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, I think I, someone either told me about it or I saw well, something. Somebody... One of the things that's been getting play about it is that Michael C. Hall, who's American, oh, yes. has like the most spot-on... British accent. I mean, it is it is one of the oh. best uses of an American okay. in, in a British accent okay. that you'll ever see. Huh. I mean, it's, okay. it is spot-on. Oh, okay. So it's a good linguistics yeah. venture. Um you brought it right back to singing. Nice job. Well, I... <laughs> Weren't we supposed to be up way from singing? Nice job. Yes, in, in fact. But any, anyway, we only read voice pedagogy no, books. Yeah, that's right. Only voice pedagogy. Oh, no, no. Any, yeah, any cop show, I will watch any drama. That's awesome. We were, we were into Law & Order SVU for a very long time. I will watch every single one. Still do. We were just talking about that last episode, actually. My, oh, my, my two gosh. My two hosts for next season, we yes. were talking about. They're, they're actually binging SVU right now mm-hmm. this summer. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, we had finally stopped when it got to. Now that we're on to these last couple of seasons, like once Ice Tea left, it sort of lost some of its flavor come for me. On. I will watch for the rest of time. I don't <laughs> care. I will watch. I but know you know that, but I will still watch for the rest I mean, of time. losing Richard Belzer hurt, but I mean, I but losing Ice T was like, oh. It's sad, but I will still watch till the end of time. And there we have it. Okay. Yeah, right. and also, oh, what's the sh- Oh, I will also, I also watch all of the NCIS franchises. Do you really? Yes, I now, do. See, They're that's terrible, something... and I still watch every single one of them. The only thing like that that I had ever <laughs> I watched, am that speaking of terrible, this was like a, you know, 
12 years ago or something, whatever it was, 15 years ago. But there was a time, about that time, when my wife and I, because we lived in Miami at that point, oh. we would watch CSI Miami just to, just to watch what ridiculous line oh his character would say at the and end of the teaser. The like, and pull off oh the glasses and go, Horatio. Because it's stone cold murder. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I know, I know. I watched every single one of those. Absolutely ridiculous. And I still will watch them on replays. I, I, I don't Absolutely know what's wrong with ridiculous. And my husband actually works for the police. And he I was going to say, not, it, yeah. He, yeah. And he will not watch them because he's like, these are the most ridiculous <laughs> things on the planet. There's nothing <laughs> real about these shows. I'm like, I know, I love them. I love them. I'm sorry, but I love them. And it's kind of like me. I won't watch any singing shows. Like, I can't stand the singing shows. It's not that I can't stand them. It's just that, you know what? Like, Liz is, Liz is like, yes. Liz is I, you know, right I'll she tell you what. Yes. I'll tell you what I, about that. I've been, there were there have, there have been seasons of certain ones that I've watched. Yeah. Long time ago, I watched a couple of seasons. Of American Idol. Canadian Idol, but yeah. Um, uh... <laughs> I will tell you, I actually really like this new thing that we've got now. This is America's Got Talent. America's, yeah. I and I'll tell you what I like about it. Mm. I like the people who are a little bit more of a throwback to sort of the vaudeville. Oh, I see. Like mm-hmm. the guy who was on a few mm-hmm. seasons ago, Tapeface, okay. who was like a true performance artist. I gotcha. Yeah. Like that as an artist, uh-huh. I was like. This guy is genius. So I hear you on that. And I, I do, I will watch, you know, people put up the, the videos, right? Yeah, like, yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. you got to see this. So I will watch those, and I do love some things that I see on there. I saw one with, like, trained cats the other day that I was like, <laughs> if this isn't what the friggin' internet is for, I don't that know. That is what the internet what, is that for. Is trained like, cats. This is I what mean, the internet is for, yeah. like, right here. Yeah. So, yeah, I will watch some of those. Do you know what I think it's more about for me is that my ears are full. And when I get, like, I just, when I want, when I want to relax, I just can't yeah. listen to more music or more singing. Oh, like, no, I just no, cannot. That, listen, I, I tell people all the time, full. I tell my friends all the time, I almost never, like, in the car, I Ever. never listen to I know, music. I know, it's if, an If my hazard. kids are in the car and I'm just driving them to school, yeah. I'll, like, have Christian radio on yeah. because I know yeah. they're not going to hear anything ridiculous. <laughs> but, but... Um, like I, I never when I'm driving, I yeah. never listen to no, music ever. I listen to podcasts. Like that's how I got in. That's how I got into podcasts. Right, I know. Right, um, I know. And, and you know, there are some good like... singing voice podcasts yeah, out there. I and yeah, I, I tell you, I'm not into though. I can't get into podcasts that are like the story podcasts. Oh yeah, where. Like, for example, Serial. So, like, everybody right. loves the Serial. Or, or, like, This American Life or whatever. Like, I can't. No. I can't. I can't do that. I ha- I listen to them every once in a while. You know what the ones I love? So, um, Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, yeah, uh-huh, Revisionist yes, History, yes, is Revisionist just... History mind-blowing yeah, it's course. incredible and of, of course, course he's Canadian so I have to I'm contractually obligated as a Canadian to just mention he's Canadian so there you go it's <laughs> I'm out of my obligation now um, <laughs> we have not hit on enough Canadian things I think actually I think you well there was somebody I, okay so there's somebody here at the poster presentations doing a presentation Rufus Ra- yes, Rufus I, Wainwright yes. and of course I walk by and I'm like hi he's Canadian and she's like I don't know I'm like what do you know and of course like all the singers that she's talking about in there they're like she's talking about you know Wallace Junta who's Canadian and Stephen Philcox who's Canadian blah, blah. and she's talking about the opera which I saw and like all you know all this stuff so I, anyway I just like hey Canadian I have to it's yeah <laughs> it's the perpetual you know the 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 mouse living with the elephant like we're the we're the little mouse sleeping with the elephant so we have to like squeak whatever we can right like no 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 don't oh roll gosh. over please don't roll over and oh my you, gosh and you did we're a all gonna die wonderful job leading the canadian national <laughs> anthem yesterday for in the both, nats national in both opening english ceremony. and french which we never do in canada just so you know Ask any of the Canadians that you know when the last time was that they did the national anthem, the entire national anthem in both English and French. Just so ask. So it's basically like sort of akin to the Nats copyright policy, it which pretty goes much. beyond the it's law. It's ridiculous. Okay, okay, very good. So like the la- every Canadian, you will, if you ask any Canadian, they will say, yeah, the last time I did that was, oh, the last Nats conference. This is the only place on the planet where we sing the Canadian anthem 
all in English and then all in French. <laughs> so what we do at home, what we do in Canada, like with our actual national anthem, you know, the way Canadians do it, <laughs> is we either sing it all in English or we sing it all in French or we do a hybrid. We have a hybrid version uh-huh. where you do oh, a I couple of that. lines in English, a couple of lines in French. I didn't know that. Yeah. Please tell me you sing exactly. that last bit in French in the hybrid. The, Oh, Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Yeah, that, that part. part. No, so we do, no, we do the, the. it's a repeated text at the end, right? So yes, you do the, two lines. So we do the one line in French and then and we do the then, last line uh, in English. Yeah, oh, Canada, yeah, we stand yeah, on guard okay, for Okay, sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. That makes sense. That's the way we do it. That's so, very Canadian, actually. It seems. Of course it is. That, that seems very. Well, let's, let's find a compromise. That that's seems a good very, compromise. That seems let's very Canadian. Hybrid. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So hopefully at the next Nats conference... I'm like, I was like, hey, maybe next year we should consult some Canadians and how we want to hear our anthem song. <laughs> but honestly, like... This is my favorite thing that's been said on this entire episode. This is my favorite thing. We're so thing. passive-aggressive, too. We're like, hey, maybe next year we could... That's totally, that total Canadian passive-aggressiveness. Sorry. Um, I feel like maybe that's not the way we do it in Canada. Uh, just but saying. we didn't want to tell you that up front. <laughs> So, but you know what, honestly, in all, honestly, I'm sure that, I think it was all good intentions from the beginning, right? Right. I'm sure that someone at Nats just said, just went to the Canadian website, like the government website, and went, oh, this is the way they do it, and just like did it. 30 years ago. Exactly, right? (laughs) And so we've been doing it that whole time since, and Canadians are like, wow, I've never sung the whole thing in both English and French before. That's different. And so now I'm here and I'm like, so I'm like, hey, by the way, we don't do it that way in Canada. Can we do it the way we do it in Canada next time? That's yeah, awesome. Anywho. So um, we, we end each episode with, 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 with takeaways. Just one last oh. thought for, for, for our podcast audience or, or, or anything. Or, or you can tell our podcast audience what you had for breakfast. Oh. Uh, since Sarah's not here, you can, you can tell our podcast oh. audience what you had for breakfast and, okay. take, and take her place. You, know, you can do either. Uh, yeah, you want to know what I had for breakfast? So I had sweet potato chips, a banana, a strawberry sensation from Starbucks made half sweet with coconut milk. How long did that and take I to order? And I had a coffee. <laughs> with coconut milk. So, you know what? I was... I volunteered to be a mentor here. Yes, so know. did I. Yes. yes, I've already had so, my two appointments. Same, same. So I did, well, two of the three. I did three. Oh, I, I, I don't have a third. I, I'm, uh, You're popular. I'm very popular. You're very popular. Uh, uh-huh. so, the, so I met them one after the other, oh, though, uh-huh. right? So this morning, so I met one at 7 for breakfast and one at 8.30 for breakfast. So for 7, thir- for seven breakfast, I had the strawberry thing and the sweet potato, pro- sweet potato chips. And then for 8.30 breakfast, I had a banana and a coffee very so good. that's why I had very that good. kind of extended breakfast very good thank you so much for <laughs> sitting pleasure. down with me so this fun, has been Nick. so much fun, so fun. Yeah. this will uh, well, this will go up either this week or next week or okay. sometime uh, soon yeah. and uh, I'll share it all over the place absolutely you know, I'm kind of on the internet so <laughs> I'm kind of there. Oh, gosh. I keep telling people the internet's not going away. I, I feel I, like no. I keep trying to I convince like them no. that, that that it's a thing that's going to remain a thing. I, yeah, I feel like that's true. Um, uh-huh. I think you got something there. Despite what people might think. Uh-huh. So, anyway. Uh-huh. So All right. Stop this now? Awesome. Okay. That, that, that's it.